I am Dottie, and this is Silent Storytellers. <laughs> I want to make sure that we're recording this time. Uh, okay, so you want to do a test? Just oh, a no, test. we're recording now. The, we're, the button uh, okay. is red. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Yeah, again. are you ready? Yes, yeah, so start from question one. <laughs> That's All right, okay. let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where were you born, and how long did you live there before coming to America? I was born in Georgetown, Guyana, and I lived, I, I um, moved since I was um, born to both Trinidadian and Guyanese parents. I lived the first seven to eight years of my life in Trinidad. So I moved to Trinidad in 1965 and stayed there until I came to America in 1975. So I, um, um, at the age of 17, I became, you know, turned 18. Right. Uh, um, um, when I came. Mm-hmm. And your mom came before you, right? Yes. My mom right. came in 66. Okay. Um, so she left Trinidad, um, took us to Guyana. She didn't bring us with her mm-hmm. um, to America, left us with her sister and mm-hmm. her mom, mm-hmm. with the people that she truly trusted. Right. And she came to America um, in 66, right. I remember to um, build a foundation before bringing us or bringing her kids here. Um, What is your first memory? All right. So the first memory, I don't know whether, like, you know, whether it was because they talked about it so much. (laughs) Um, But I have this vision of being on an airplane going from Guyana to Trinidad back Mm -hmm. when I was around three. Okay. And that's as much as I can remember. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's, was because it was just something new for you and you correct it was something yeah. new or different yeah i yeah. think it was something yeah. different that you you know you think about yeah and yeah it was something different okay. yeah mm-hmm. um so your mom came before you which i feel like is a common story for a lot of us mm-hmm. right what was that like for you cuz how how long again were you guys um separated from 66 to um, 75. Okay. And it was traumatic right. because um, even though we grew up with a, a, an aunt and a grandmother who, an aunt that I love dearly, mm-hmm. that really did take the place of a mom. It still wasn't my mom. Right. So it was traumatic in that way. But, um, you know... Um, Missed her a lot yeah. because, yes, because those are your most formative years. Right. And I think your value systems mm-hmm. are built that way. But thank God her and her sister and her mother, right. again, they've been, those were the closest people to her. Right. So they really did, you know, um, fill in the gap for her while she was trying to um, build a life here. And, and, and. You know, even though my aunt was in Guyana and worked in Guyana and all that, she started coming to America in 69. Okay, okay. Um, because my mom f- kind of forced her, you know, let's, let's you know, visit. you come yeah. and, you know, then she can start moving right. everyone to America. To, to America. So mm-hmm. um, during that time that your mom was here and you were in Guyana, did you guys have a relationship, like a, a communication, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we could communicated. Um through letters, okay. you know, so you, I remember always, you know, writing mm-hmm. and, you know, my aunt putting it, you know, in 
um, mailing it for me because mm. then you're still young, right. mailing the letters, and then you're waiting for a response back. And, right. you know, my mom would, you know, send a letter back. And um, she did communicate also because what she, her whole thing was is, to be the one who started that transition yeah, to yeah. a different world. Right. However, she made sure that she came back. Right. So um, the first time she came back was in sixteen was in sixty nine right. after the death of my dad. Okay. So she came back in sixty nine, and I think that's when she encouraged my aunt to move. And then the next time, I think. I remember seeing mm-hmm. her was in 71, uh, 71, right. 70, and then again in 72, maybe 73. Yeah. And then again, you know, um, she, when we left, um, she came to okay. pick us up, um, to bring us so, here yeah. to, to America. So, yes, there was communication right. in some, some shape or form. Can we talk about your mom for a little bit? Because I'm always intrigued by the first, right? So it sounds like she was the first in the family to decide like, hey, I'm going to pick up, go to this other country. Yes. And then I'm going to figure out a way to bring y'all along. Like, yes. What was that motivate? Like, had, had you had you ever talked to her about like, hey, what was that motivation? Often. <laughs> <laughs> It was her life story, yeah. uh, I think, that she did not give herself a lot of credit for. And I'm kind of tearing up because when my mom came, you know, decided she was coming to America, um, it was the breakup of her marriage. Right. And um, I wish she was here to tell that story mm-hmm. because as much as she talked about it mm-hmm. with us, it wasn't something that she... Um, openly spoke about outside of the family. So Mm -hmm. I remember my mother being the adventurer and my aunt being the one that was, you know, the strong, steadfast Mm -hmm. one. And I I thought of the the day when, you know, I I, I remember that memory of her um, farewell or farewell party. And that's the first time I saw my aunt cry. Right, right. And, And the reason she cried was my mother decided that this is the route she wanted to take. Um, She had a friend in Trinidad who had a daughter in America. So my mother knew no one. And she um, decided that this was the first time she was going to meet this person. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So my aunt was so upset that she was going to do this, not knowing who she's going to, never met these people. And coming into, uh, you know, you hear all the stories. Um, So um, I think the one story that always touches myself and my sister, and I still remember, is that she was a very... um, uh, a member of the YWCA. Right. And um, at the time, she got a letter from the Y in Guyana for an introduction to the Y. A Y. don't know what Y <laughs> here in right. America, because now you realize how many, how many there are. They, yeah, they were probably like one or two, two in Guyana. Yeah, <laughs> one that I can remember of. Yeah. Um, um, she so she knew, you know. Okay, she's, you know, my aunt is upset. Her mother is upset. Right. She's coming on this trip, you know. She's decided all on her own, and she's not 
no one is deterring her right. because she always said she did not want to get into another marriage with her children. She had three children right. at the time and she did not want to start with another man and, and, you know, have new, more children right. and the whole nine right. yards. Right. And she was going to try this, you know, come hell or right. high water. Wow. So she got on the plane and she's sitting next to this person and they strike up a conversation and, you know, as unrealistic as we thought she was being at the time, you know, she was telling the woman, you know, I'm coming to America, you know, I'm coming to New York. These people are supposed to meet me. And the person now is saying to her, okay, yes, but I'm going on to Chicago. I, you know, I had to continue to Chicago because the Y is closed (laughs) in New York overnight. She couldn't overnight at the Y. And the only thought she had was, okay, if the Y isn't open, I'll just go to the police station (laughs) if they don't show up. So that had been, you know, she was not going to be deterred by no means was she going to be deterred. So yeah, luckily for her, the people showed up. Wow. So yes, she... First came, she came and yeah. she was living in Brooklyn. Right. And then, you know, um, from there on, the story. Wow, that is like, that gave me chills. Like, uh-huh. I mean, yes. I hope, I, I wonder if she ever realized like how powerful that was. Do you think she, she ever realized? I don't like, know. That's I don't like think, a, yeah. I mean, I don't even think I would make that move. Oh my gosh. You talk about a yeah. risk. She yeah. was a risk taker. Yeah. I would, you know. Um, yeah. And I think um, for my mom, you know, not being, I guess, it's for all people. It yeah. could be my mom, and I'm pretty sure this story may be yeah. true for a lot of people. Right. Not being fearful, right. and you know, and there are people who are like that. Yeah. We see them, the adventurers, right, right now. Yeah. You know, but she was an untold story because she didn't speak much about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. knowing what she did. Yeah, so, but yeah. Um. So, what was it like um, before you came to America? Did someone sit down with you and say, "Hey"? In a couple of months, you're going to be going to live with your mom. Was there preparation for that? Or was it just more of like a sudden transition for you? No, there was sort of a preparation. Okay. Um, I think because my aunt was in Ameri- um, was coming to America every, every other year, I right. think it was, she would come. Um, I remember the Demico House. Right. I remember Demico House was one of the new restaurants right. that um, came to America. Um, Guyana, Mm -hmm. and they had this place, one part of it would make pizza, and I did not like pizza. (laughs) And my aunt would always say, you better start liking it, because that's what you're going to be grabbing for lunch lunch many days. (laughs) However, my mother would keep saying, no, it's nothing like (laughs) the one in Guyana. Guyana. And and I guess when I first got here, I would not eat pizza. Mm -hmm. And my mother said, do me a favor, just taste. (laughs) And I have a feeling it was nothing like the one. (laughs) And I remember, you know how you, those are are memory makers. The first time I tasted it was one of our trips to 14th Street. I think every good West Indian knew 14th Street. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there was this little pizza parlor near maze right and that day we decided my mom said you know just 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 try it yeah you know do me a favor try it and i realized it was totally not (laughs) what we were being fed in 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 guyana Guyana. but yes the you know preparation i guess because we always knew 
I think for whatever reason, I always knew it wasn't permanent that right. I was staying with my mom. It was m- more of a transition, right. I think. Right. And my aunt, um, being the person she was, you know, mm-hmm. um, it was quite an experience. Right. I don't, you know, I miss my mom, but I didn't miss, yeah. you know, how you miss yeah. things. Yeah. And I think if that, it wasn't my aunt, if it wasn't my aunt, my mom would have been, they would have been a sort of about the same type of, of upbringing, yeah. the same yeah. value yeah. systems yeah. and all the stuff that, you know, she decided we should do. Do you remember that first year when you came? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> what was some of the first? The the first the first <laughs> I think I remember the first day. Okay. Uh, okay, so my sister and I, I guess I remember all of this because my sister my sister and I will occasionally go back to our experience when we first came to America, coming out of a small town into this huge place. Yeah. The first <laughs> um my first memory was on my way home from the airport. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Myself and my sister. Back then in Guyana, we were getting the magazines with, you know, the you know the fashion right. and all that. Right. And I don't even remember which magazine that was. Right. But on our way home from the airport, and my sister and I always laugh about this, um, she saw a shoe store, okay. which she said we were going to the next day. Okay. So the next day, my brother kind of took us to the um, the subway station, walk yeah. with him to the subway station. Right. And my sister was determined we are finding the <laughs> shoe, shoe store, store. Yeah. which I don't think we found it that very day, but, you know, we kind of did, uh, you know, not knowing the place, right. uh, a long walk around, oh my trying to figure out where the shoe store was. Right. But that was, yes, one of the memories of my, <laughs> the first. And I think I, I remembered, I met um, my, there was a Guyanese family who I, I am still in contact with, right. who lived in the same building that right. we we lived in and they kind of embraced us. Mm-hmm. They, um, they, they had, um, it was two girls and two boys mm-hmm. and, um, the, we were of the same age and right. they had, um, came to America a year before us, I okay. think. Yes. A year before us. So they too were, um, like you know, helping, mm-hmm, helping, and their father was the super. So, okay. you know, we had someone that, you know, at least they kind of started to show us the ropes because right, they right. had a year. They, they, had, they kind of year. had the blueprint before. Yes, yes, yes. So. Was there any period of adjustment with your mom coming, like after not living with her for a while, or, or was it just kind of like falling back into? Yeah, it was just falling back yeah. to into place. I think if we didn't have the, let's say, um, I. Um, if she had left in 66 and I didn't see her again until 75, yeah. I think that would have been a totally different yeah. scenario. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But because I saw her at certain intervals, mm-hmm. um, I think that made the transition better, I right, think. Right. So it wasn't so much um, not knowing her. I, you know, And now it triggered something mm-hmm. for me, um, which I have been thought about, I, I can remember, you know, 
you know, once I turned a teenager now, you mm. know, and starting to become a little rebellious, mm-hmm. you know, um, I remember the one trip that my mom came home. I remember my mom and my aunt having the discussion, well, two ships can, you know, um, steer the same ship, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. there was some, yes, yeah. you know, for my aunt is like, okay, you're only here for right, two weeks right. or I'm three weeks. I'm here all the time with I'm her. here all the time. So right. don't come instituting all right, your different. Right. Yeah. Cause I think at the time my mom probably taught, I think she thought, there was a little too too much freedom here, <laughs> you know. Me and my sister kind right. of staring my aunt and telling yeah. her what we should or should <laughs> what we think like, would you know that's not happening here. So there yeah. was I remember that dynamic now that we're talking yeah, about yeah. it. You know, now that I'm thinking back, yeah, my aunt was like, Yeah, listen, lady. <laughs> <laughs> so was it more stricter for you when you came here? Like, did you guys have <gasps> more rules? No, I, you know, it okay. was I don't think it was stricter because at the time my mom was uh uh, a living nurse, so okay. she had. There has have to have been a um, a trust, yeah, um, issue. You know, not a, You know, she had to trust us to right. be doing right um, the right thing, right. and knowing that we had the foundation, right. knowing we knew what was right and wrong. Right. You know, I I remember in the beginning her mm-hmm. showing us, taking us out, and showing us, and um, <laughs> I remember before coming here, I had this older uncle who kind of laid down the law, don't take candy from this person, don't do this. Like, yeah, you know, whatever they read or heard right, from right, stories, right. uh, kind of instilling the fear of God in you. Right. Um, but then I had my, you know, my my brother, mm-hmm. my brother is older, mm-hmm. um, kind of, you know, doing the, the ropes. But I, I don't remember it being any stricter. Right. Um, than living in Guyana because the rules were the rules um, in Guyana and America because, again, I was still only 17, going on 18, Um, my sister younger. Right. Yeah. Do you remember, so, I mean, you came here at 17, so uh, that's like, you maybe did like a year or two of high school here before college? No, I had already left high school in Guyana. Um. And I made the decision um, not to go to college right away. Okay. Which, you know, looking back, I'm sorry I did that. Okay. But, you know, I wanted to work. And back then, um, it was um, a lot of the employment agencies mm-hmm. that were there. So I started with with the friend that I met mm-hmm. um, in the building, mm-hmm. started going out and looking for jobs. Okay. Right. I came in June. I turned 18 in, in August. Okay. So, you know, I'm then of course I'm an adult, right. I, you know, um, being able to work without having to get work in work, working papers. I right. think you had to at that time. Right. So I started looking for a job and, okay. you know, figure, let me start making my own money. And I remember my um, stepfather mm-hmm. at the time saying to me, you know, go to college and then, you right. know, um, you know, and I was like, no, let me try to find, mm-hmm. you know, a job and, you know, and then I'll see about college. So it took me two years. Okay. Um, from then to, I think I started to college in 77. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you find that hard? Not hard in terms of, of the work, but just, it's a different culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, was that 
an adjustment for you as well? A huge adjustment, yeah. Yeah. yes, I, I thought. And I guess the disadvantage is not knowing the ropes, mm-hmm. not knowing because my mom was mostly into work mm-hmm. and, you know, doing, you know, getting stuff done and right. building and doing. Um, and I think for her, it was all about the making sure that we were safe and having the money. Right. So, you know, one of the great things that, you know, when I think back of her and her adventure, the fact that she, um, every dime she got, she saved up to send home for her sister and her mother right. so that they can, um, build or rebuild um, the family home. Right, right, right. And, you know, it's amazing how she did that working as a domestic. Right, right. And the house that still stands today, she built that from, you know, working and, you know, um, uh, as a, you know, call it what you may, you know, uh, a a maid or cleaning people's homes and all that. And then what she started doing is, you know, um, because she had that interest before she came to America to be a nurse. Right. So she took that LPN course or whatever it was and um, um, decided to, she worked as a private nurse versus working in a hospital Hospital. um, at the time. So Okay. So went to college, graduated college, you start working. Um, I want to fast forward a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Do you remember what age you maybe met your husband? Like, do you remember like Mm -hmm. how old you were, where you were? Mm -hmm. What is is that love story like? Oh, (laughs) I met my husband back in high school. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) So you knew him from Guyana? Yes. We knew we went to high school together. Okay. And when I left at 17, of course, you know, they were um, um, very strict. Um, well, I grew up in very, yeah. very under very strict Trust rules. Trust me, I know. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I remember at the time, I, my, my then boyfriend would come and visit on a Friday night right. with my aunt sitting in the veranda. <laughs> Just watching. <laughs> <laughs> and this wasn't until I was about 17 right, and all that. Right. And I, you know, now I'm looking back, you know, now you're making me bring up all these <laughs> memories. I remember the first time my mom met my boyfriend. Right. We were, um, my mom and I were out shopping right. in um, Georgetown and we went to the, the said Demico house right. and who was there. <laughs> And you could see the fear in his eye. And she was like, she didn't know that there was a boyfriend at right, the time. Right. And she was like, what? <laughs> who, who is this person? Of course, her and my aunt had this um, conversation right. as to, you know, yeah. about the boyfriend. But yes, I met, yeah, I met him in high school. And before I left again, being I'm 17. He right. was older. He was working right. at the time. He's three years older. Right. Um, and he had applied for a um, a job in London. Oh, wow. He, wanted, he was a nurse. He, okay. he became a nurse. And um, we made a plan. Okay, you're going to... He was going to go to London in September, and I came to America in June. Right. And then once we got there... Um, you know, each one of us will try to communicate Aww. as to, you know, but he, his never materialized because right. 
um, the hospital that he got accepted to, he couldn't get a visa to get out of Guyana. Uh, so then we continued. It was more of, again, letters. letters right? It was letters. We, you know, we That's continued so sweet, to though. write. Like you got, I mean, it's, so, it's so, so much intentionality in having to write a letter, right? Oh, God, because it's not yes. like picking up a phone or sending a text. you got to sit down, yep. write mm-hmm. out something. Yep. That's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, what did I do today? I can't even remember the letters. You know, what's interesting that all those letters I had saved over the years. Really? And um, then, you know, the other day I was thinking about it and I was wondering, where are those letters? And whose hands are they in? Because I remember moving them. I just don't know whatever happened to them. Yes. So. I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, did you always know, like, this was the one? Because, like... Not really. Okay. You know, I know I really liked him. Right. You know, um, I didn't know that I was going to marry him or whatever, right. because I think that takes, uh, um, you know, a lot of thought. Yeah. And, you know, who yeah. knows what either one of yeah. us turned out to be. Yeah. And I think the agreement through our letters were, you know, if you meet someone that you like better than me, just write and let me know right. if he met someone better, you know, that he liked better right. than me. And But that never materialized. Right. We right. continued to communicate right. um, over the years. How mm-hmm. long was it until he came to America? Um, I went back Okay. Um, after writing and then we started at the time, um, follow up from the letters, mm-hmm. um, we started communicating by telephone, you okay. know, once in a while. Yeah. I had a cousin who knew someone that worked at the telephone company in okay. Guyana okay. and she would put through calls okay. for us. Okay. So then we started um, talking yeah. um, that way. Um, and then I went home and... You know, I think my mom wasn't in agreement, but I did go home and get married. Oh, really? At 22. Oof. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. I got married, and 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 in that way, I was able, you know, he to bring, came, yeah, he came yeah. to America. Was your mom not in, in agreement because she thought you were too young? Yes. That okay. was her main reason. And, and the fact that she didn't think we knew each other. Right, this right. This is just, you know. Yeah you know, high school sort of. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think you got that? Because de- de- to me, that's like a defiance as well. Like, do you think that's what you, you got that from her? Because I feel like she has seemed to have that spirit. Right? Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine at 22 me telling my dad, I'm going to go back to Guyana and marry someone mm-hmm. and still be living here to tell you, to be speaking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think at the, at the moment and then knowing that my, of, of course, there was yeah. an investigation. Uh, my mother had my aunt. <laughs> I oh wish yeah, there was they... a video because my eyes just popped up like an oh, investigation. Yeah. Yes, my my mom had my aunt go check the family out, and right. you know, so my aunt um, went to his parents, mm-hmm. and you know, they talked and all that. I mean, really, please yeah. <laughs> spare me. <laughs> But yes, all of that happened in right. between. I can't even remember right. half the stuff yeah. of the shenanigans. They were all, they, you know, that whole generation yeah, is up to, you know, yeah, they're going to get sure. They're going to yeah. get, what is the word? The, the, nine, the 411 yeah, or whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it is on that. Yeah. So yes, but, but, you know, living again, and, and I guess living in the small, you know, small town, even though it really, when you really look at it right now, it really isn't small and knowing the family. Right. Because my aunt had known yeah. Um, his, you know, his family right. from over the years of of me, you know, talking right. with him. Right. So, yeah, um, there was an investigation. Yeah, 
<laughs> All right. And nothing came up in the investigation. No, so he good. was he did not. They didn't get to fingerprint him <laughs> or anything. But, you know, um, um, what can what, I say? Did you have a, a big wedding or was it small? Okay. Very small. Okay. Um, it was, and my mom did not come. Um, oh, wow. So it was just uh, myself and my sister Okay, um, went home and we, uh, my um my aunt, of course, mm-hmm. walked me down the right, aisle. Right. Um, and his parents. Right. And that was it. I had another cousin that mm-hmm. was there, and my very good friends. Okay. Um, that was it. Um, mm-hmm. Did it ever? Did you ever um, address that with your mom? Like, did, I'm sure that was painful, right? Like she wasn't at your wedding. Like, did you ever? No. Did you know? Because my other mom was there, yeah, so yeah. you know it was. Yeah. I don't know that I did. You know what I mean? Because oh, wow. my okay. other mom was there. Your aunt was there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was just, and then we, um. We spoke about it and, you know, of course, you know, her, her main thing was, is that I was too young. Yeah. 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 So you get married, you come back here to Mm -hmm. America. Now you have a whole husband Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're a whole wife. So that's a big transition. Uh huh. So let's talk about that. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the, the transition was, was. I, you know, I can't even say it was easy right? because I guess it was easy because he didn't come back with me. Oh, he didn't. Oh no. I came back to America and of course he had, you know, I had to file papers and all that for mm-hmm. him. Um, he didn't come until a year later. Okay. Okay. So there was a, 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 a separation right. at, at, at the time. Right. Well, once he came, um, yeah. It was, I guess, um, we didn't have our own home as yet, okay. so I was living with my mom. Oh, wow. Him and I lived okay. with my mom. Okay. And then, you know, for a couple of months, right. and then... You you guys got a place. Yes, yeah. which was upstairs. My mom had a two-family house, <laughs> so we moved upstairs right. into that apartment right. and stayed there. Oh. Um, for about five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. For about five okay. years. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you say? So uh, there's a lot of things going off in my head right now, okay. right? The the first thing is just thinking about if you remember what that experience was like, because to to be living with your mom as a married woman, yeah, especially when she didn't agree with you getting married <laughs> that mm-hmm. young. Like, mm-hmm. was there any kind of like? Yeah. Well, I know like older Caribbean people is probably a lot of any just like comments or silence yeah. or <laughs> I think she made her peace with it. Okay. Um, and I think we had a year to talk about mm-hmm. it and to yeah. um, really, you know, um, and I guess at the time there was no other way. And I guess for me, for him mm-hmm. to get out of Guyana, right. Um, I had sent a letter, you know, back in the day, you can send a letter mm-hmm. and they, they weren't taking that. Right, right. And then he couldn't get to London. So, right. you know, um, we got married this way he came mm-hmm. and she had a year to, you know, to um, deal with the reality right. of all that. Right. Um, did it um, 
for me, was I even thinking of the transition and all that? Because you're in a moment. Right, right. You know, you're yeah. really not thinking yeah. of all the repercussions yeah. of what could happen. Yeah. But I think I did to some extent. You know, there's only two things that can happen when you get married. Either you stay married or you get divorced. <laughs> there is no the reality. I, I, right. And I think for me, that was it. Okay, so if he comes here and, you know, we don't make it. We, hey, get a, we get a divorce. Yeah, wow. you get a divorce. Right. And, you know, and I, and I think that's my... That was my attitude. There's normally only, you know, come on, let's let's face it. What there's it's binary, I think. Yeah. Um, it's either you stay married or you Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess um my my experience of um my whole family are the divorcees of the world. My right. husband's family, they stay married no matter what. Right. right. So it was pulling together Those of two, two different yeah. 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 So, so talk to me about 22, 20, well, I guess 23 year old you now, because it took a year for him mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. being like, what is it like being married at 23? Cause to me at 23, you don't really know nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought I knew a lot. I don't, don't forget. I'm a baby boomer. We know everything. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know, now I can think back. We're yeah. talking 40, over 40 years. Yeah. And at, at the time we were building our lives. Right. So, um, I had not gone to college full time. I did the, um, I worked and went to school mm-hmm. at nights. And he came, and he came with a profession. Mm-hmm. So it was us both trying to get um, our footing on where we want to where we want to go right. um, together. Right. So for the first two years, we were so caught up in you know him working or trying to to, to get work. Right. Um, and me, I was working, so at least I had the finances yeah. at the time, and um. Just knowing each, learning, you know, knowing yeah, each other. Yeah. Uh, what we did, he came a year later, and we made it official because a lot of not not a lot of people knew we were married. Right. Um. My mother wasn't putting that out there. <laughs> she's yeah. like, Let me wait and see before I start. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's not. You know, you know how they think is all the, the failures of their kids are right. not going to be made public, right? Right. Um, right so right. you know, they keep that under wraps. You know, only those on a need to know no basis. basis. <laughs> you you know the old yeah, yeah, yeah no they yeah. not no on a need to know basis. Yeah. So you know it was difficult. Well, I, I won't say difficult when you look back. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look when well, now when you look back, when I look back, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't that much of a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the struggle was more in us um um making sure that we made all the right decisions. Yeah. yeah. Kinda, yeah. you know, but yeah. who knows what the right decisions yeah. are. It's, yeah. it's, you know, um trial and error. Yeah. You know, so he continued to pursue um, you know, being a nurse. Right. Um, so, but when you come to America, um, even though you have a nursing degree and then it doesn't matter you which country, all over. you have to start yeah. all over yeah. again. Yeah. So he had to take, you know, the state boards and all that. Yeah. So he was able to use 
um, the fact that he did have a degree, mm-hmm. um, they allowed him to work as a nurse for a year. Mm-hmm. But it, within that year, you had to sit the state board and pass it. Yeah. Yeah. So he was lucky enough to be able to get into um, uh, a nursing facility. And he stayed in um, a nurse all his life because right. he really, that's what he, he wanted, wanted to, to do. To right. do. Um, for me, it was more like, you know... Um, uh, getting into a good firm with benefits because back the, then it wasn't, you know, it was more money and making sure the firm that you joined had the benefits, you right, know, medical, right, right. And, you know, um, pension plans right. and all that. So it was us trying to get that together. And of course, our main thing, because I'm not going to say he was happy. I think his one, um, I remember his one disappointment mm-hmm. once he got here. He thought I had gotten an apartment right. and we got a living together, <laughs> right. you know, on our own. Right. I didn't think of doing any of that, <laughs> you know, because I guess I was so comfortable living at right, home. Right. That wasn't even, I don't even think there was a thought on that. Like, let me get a place, a place for, ready, yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm home with mom and I'm comfortable. So he got here, he's like, oh, so where are we oh, going? Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're like... Uh, to my mom's house. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, you know, I, I, you know, looking back, I don't even think we had a conversation. I guess that was one of the things where there's a breakdown in right. communication, <laughs> you know, right. you're coming, you know, but yes, I know you're coming on what, whatever day, but you know, where are you going? He hadn't a clue. Right. I was, we're going home. <laughs> To mom's house in a bedroom at mom's house. That's how we, that's really how we started. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's hilarious, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What else are one of the things you don't know at 22, right? Yeah, I guess that was it, the experience of not knowing that, yes, you now have, mm-hmm. there was definitely a big a breakdown in right, communication. Right. You said something interesting, um, a while back that I wanted to revisit. So you said that for you on your side of the family, everyone were like divorcees. Mm-hmm. And on his side, these are like full on, they're in lifelong marriages, etc. Mm-hmm. Was there one person or maybe it was a joint effort to make sure like your union worked? Um, I, I, I don't know that there was, in, it was intentional. Okay. It was, you know, as we learn each other or, or get to know each other better, mm-hmm. um, the it, in my head, you know, um, I guess I started to learn that mm-hmm. compromise is also part of right. a relationship. Right. Right. And uh, again, uh, my husband always thought that I was spoiled. I was a mommy's girl. Right. So his whole thing um, was, you know, it's the two of us. Right. Yes. And um, um, we made a deal that no matter what, and I always remember that pact that I made mm-hmm. that any decisions we made about our relationship would be based on our own influences or what we right. thought and not That's to come from right. outside right. of right. the family, right. no matter what. Right. And I think I always remember that. Um that it was a smart thing yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So don't be influenced by, because you know how, oh my goodness. Yeah, there's so many friends then, and aunties, because right. everyone has an opinion on marriage and relationship based on their own. Their experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, 
we made that decision early in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't, you know, we really don't right. really know, know yeah. each other. But as we, you know, work a lot, um, you know, and again, it was um, for him, me teaching him, because mm-hmm. um, now don't forget, I'm the... Um, the expert at New York. <laughs> yeah. So it, when he first got here, it was us, um, me teaching him how, you know, the trains right. and, you know, getting into Manhattan. Right. And, and back home, our whole thing was the movies and going right. to the theater. Right. So 42nd Street at the time is where they had all those grungy right. theaters and all that. So it became one of the things that we did, you right. know, on a Saturday night, we just got up, you know, on the spur of the moment right. and went to 42nd right. Street right. and, you know, um, browsed in. He loved to browse in all those little um souvenir stores, right. you know, yeah. um, and then one of the places that we started going to right. uh, um, was going into Chinatown. That okay. was big for us. You know, right. we would go eat, browse along and right. then go home right. um, and the same thing. So we started, you know, together mm-hmm. learning to, um, you know, do things right. together. Right. Right. So right. Um, working as a nurse, um, Sometimes it was difficult because, you know, a nurse's schedule was hard. But on a weekend, if he had the weekend off, um, then it was like spur the moment. You know, and sometimes I think back and I was not one of those people who, Mm -hmm. you know, just... Want to get up and do something, yeah. Yeah, right away, you know, I got to make sure my hair is done. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I got the dress and all that. And he was like, let's do it. it." And I'm sorry, you know, that's one of my regrets of not being that spur of the moment person, just get up and go. I mean, most times I did. But there were some days that, you know, oh God, no, I don't need to just (laughs) spring out of bed and go. And I, I remember the restaurant, I think that restaurant is still there. It's Hop Key. Okay. That used to be the restaurant we would go to, you know, get right. the train to Canal. Because at that time, we didn't have a car. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we basically did the trains right. everywhere, the bus right. and the train to wherever um, we went. But yeah. it was building a relationship yeah. anyway. Yeah. Or building our lives together. Right. So, but yeah. Wow. Um, how long were you guys married and building before it was like, okay, let's expand our family? Oh, that was, a. um, I, I'm, let me see how I answer that. My husband was always gun ho <laughs> about having children or, right. ha, you know, starting a family. Right. And I was more like, oh God, no. <laughs> why? Why? I don't know. I, you know, looking back yeah. um, and I think at the back of my head, I it, guess, you know, the influences of, you know, the question you asked right. about, um, you know, coming from a bunch of divorcees <laughs> into, right. you okay. know, that, that, yeah. yes. And, you know, um, so it took us a while. Mm-hmm. I was married for eight years before I had my first okay. child. So for me at the time, and I guess he both went along with it. Right. Let's see if this works. If we, before we right. even introduce right. a child right. into this. Um, so, um, 
when I got pregnant, I was still living in my mom's house because it was more most more economical right. for us to do that. Right. You know, we were paying, I, I guess at the time, whatever the mortgage was. Right. We didn't have to go out and do all that. And yeah. then, um, you know, she would cook. You know, <laughs> right, cook, right, right, right. You know, so. the food was there. So it was, you know, yeah. it was beneficial for all of us. Right. Until, of course, you know, once you start a family, yeah, then, yeah. yeah. So then that's when we branched out. Right. Um, um, Ronnie was a um, few months, right. I think 10 months or so when we finally, we were looking for mm-hmm. a place of our own and we found a place and that's when we basically moved. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you and your husband, because um, I'm thinking both, Caribbean folks, mm-hmm. both, um, did you guys ever sit down and, and say, okay, this is how we're going to raise our child? Like we're doing, this is what we're going to do different. Um, uh, I don't know that um, we sat down and mm-hmm. talked about it, mm-hmm. but it was more of, oh God, no, we're not doing <laughs> We're not doing the any of that. <laughs> the any any of that. Right. And 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 I guess in our conversations. Right, right. Um I guess we didn't have to sit down and make it a formal conversation. Right, but you over t- time. Just looking yeah. at, you yeah. know, where our families were mm-hmm. and how strict they were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my husband, um, and I don't want to talk about him or mm-hmm. his family, mm-hmm. but his main thing was his relationship with his children would be different mm. than what it was with him and his father right. or him and, you know, his mother. His right. mother was basically a housewife. Right. His father was an educator. Okay. Um, but the father was away, you know, mm-hmm. um, from the home right. most of the day. Right. And once he got in, all it was is hi and did you do your homework? Right, right. And, you know, I guess that you can say could be what guided him mm-hmm. um, to have a different relationship mm-hmm. with his children right. um, than he did with his with his father. Right, right. For me, um, I had no relationship with my father mm-hmm. because I moved from one country to right. the next, and right. I never saw my dad after that. Right. Um, so I guess in the back of my head also, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't sit and think about it. You just know kind it's just, uh, yes. Innately, like, I don't want to do, yeah, yeah, I want different. You yeah. want different. So yeah. raising Ronnie was different mm-hmm. um, than the way we were raised. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it was both, you know, just observations right, right. and talking, you yeah. know, once Ron is born, right. talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I have had the, a conversation about this recently where I had asked you this question and you had said um, your mom had a problem with how. Oh, absolutely. How, I, I want to say differently, but you chose to raise him in a <laughs> differently, I guess, from what mm-hmm. she considered. Um the good old West Indian yes, the way. good old West Indian yes. way. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, you know, um, for me, yes. My, what are the you know generational yeah. um, raising? I guess yeah. I, you know, whatever yeah. word you want to put on it. Um, where for for me, everything was all the decisions were made yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, with no input from me. Right. Um, so I felt that 
you had no voice. Mm -hmm. And I guess that rebellion came when I thought, you know what, I'm going off and do this. I don't matter. Right. No matter what you think. Right. And yeah, I think you kind of alluded to that, right. did, you know, but the, um, uh, <laughs> what can I say? Um, yes, the decision was made. Yes. Um, there still has to be rules and guidelines in when we raise our children because the word is, you know, spirit or rod spoil the child, right. sort of. Right. Um, but we need to also um, give our kids, and, and that's the way both my husband and I felt, mm -hmm. um, give them uh, an ability to be part of the conversation. Right, right. And yes, no, Which is completely opposite. Of to what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was totally right. opposite right. to how I was raised because... Yeah. And the fact that everything I did was sort of guided by them, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't left to experience right. life of itself. So, you know, on my, you know, I was driven to school, you know, picked up from school mm -hmm. for lunch, you know, mm -hmm. um, returned to school and their timetable right. and all that. Right. So there was no freedoms, right. I think. Right. Um, and I think I, I felt at the time that that also curbs your 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 growth right. in a yep. certain way because you do not become an independent thinker. Yeah, and that was me for um, that's how I felt, and the same the same way my husband felt. Right. So our thing was we're going to raise him, you know, on, with our rules and you know, um, a, and a little differently, giving right. him a part of. Um, to play a part in his own right, um, his own life is his his own journey. Right now that it works perfectly because <laughs> they, you know, what we found out is that kids. What what I found out is that kids also want guidelines. They yeah. need to have yeah. guidelines, yeah. and even though you're trying to make them independent, they do have their own minds and stuff. Right. And and the fact that they want some kind some of, of support right. or rule from right. you. Right. And I'll give you an example. I remember when it was time. I, I think Ronnie was about um, six, maybe about six or seven, and it was time for camp. Right. And I gave him all the decisions. Okay, Ronnie, you know, you can do this, you can go to camp, you can this. I, I don't even remember what the decisions right. were. Um, but it was over, you know, making him make a decision. Do you want right. to go to camp? Do you right. want to do this? And His he kept six year old mind was like yeah, yeah, what what's wrong with this woman? Can't she see I just want to be left alone? Who wants to make a decision? Right. And I remember that clearly right. because in the end I had to make, make that right. decision. Right. He was not ready or he did not think he wanted to make that decision. Right. right. And I walked in that day and then again you see where, yes, um, as a parent, you still need to be part of the conversation. You still right. need to make certain decisions need right. to be made by you. And I walked in because every day I would walk in, he was pulling my chain. <laughs> I can see him now. Right. And um, I said, what is going to be? And, you know, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. and the day I walked in and said, okay, you're going to camp. And his response was, okay. And he went right <laughs> along. So, yeah. again, trying yeah. to raise them differently or, yeah. you know, making there's still um, a, a way that you still have to yeah. guide. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's so interesting because I, I feel like uh, I have that 
struggle right now, right? Because for I, I agree with you. Like, you know, like growing up, you were told, like, you were told, at least for me, like how you comb your hair, <laughs> what you eat, what you don't eat, you know, yeah. like who you spend your time with, everything. So like, I'm very conscious of making sure I don't like dim mm-hmm. my own child's light. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. you don't want that light to just be mm-hmm. shining everywhere. Right. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's with, with you saying that it's like, I, I struggle with like, how much rope do I give yeah. and how, yeah. when do I pull back? Cause I don't want to pull back too much that, cause I feel like if I pull back mm-hmm. too much, that can have a very big impact on who she becomes because I, mm-hmm. I see it in myself but at the same time like I feel like if I give her too much but, rope mm-hmm. <laughs> it can also impact who she becomes so yeah. that's I um, think it's a very thin line yeah. and um, there is no one answer yeah uh, I want to ask you this question right and I want you to answer it outside of Ronnie outside of your marriage mm-hmm. what do you feel mm-hmm. has been your biggest accomplishment Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, yes, it would be Ronnie, of course. (laughs) You know, outside of your child, as a woman, Um, what has been your biggest accomplishment? Oh, I, you know, um, um, being um, uh, good question. You know, I, I, you know, because I, I think you, you know, we. Um, center ourselves, uh, well, I have, let me not say the rest of the world has centered themselves around their Mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. And and, and don't get me wrong, I don't think a child's successes Mm -hmm. or failures are basically your accomplishments. But I think being, you know, I think my biggest accomplishment is being true to myself Mm -hmm. and being able to recognize what's important and and being... um, um, grounded in right. the church and right. being able to um, um, help, I guess, mm-hmm. people who are um, lesser mm-hmm. or not even lesser. And I'm I'm saying people who may be in um, in need or in less, need yeah. needy rather yeah. than I mean the word yeah, I mean, or the Bible, yeah. right? Yeah. The Bible says, mm-hmm. you know. The, the lesser of these. So right. that's where I'm using that term from. Right. But there's so many people who are out there that are smart mm. and who um, just for one simple mistake mm. they've made have gone a different way. Right. And being able to recognize that mm. there but for the grace of God go I. Mm. And I think I've been able to accomplish the fact that I am no better or lesser than anyone Mm -hmm. and that my true, you know, recognizing Mm -hmm. what my purpose is. And I think that's my biggest, that I can think of because we can think about, you know, people think of accomplishments, I think in terms of financial, I don't feel that your financial, that's your biggest accomplishment. Um, but being able to stay grounded, Mm -hmm. I think, and, and, and be true to who I am or who I think God purposes for me, I, I think. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, but that's a <laughs> yeah. that's a good question because right. I never really, you know, yeah, you I never know, and that's really... why I ask it because I think a lot of times we don't we don't, we don't think define ourselves self. in those ways, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I feel like for you, I, and I feel like I'm getting teary eyed because I, I, it, it that your answer, your initial reaction kind of took me by surprise, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like you're so phenomenal. Like I always, oh, I, oh my god, I always felt like. 
if it wasn't for you mm-hmm. and just even you and my stepmom, you know, like you guys showing me a different way. Yeah. So it's just to hear you not even realize your impact. Yeah. 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 That it's yeah. not about, I, I, and, yeah. I, and I personally feel mm-hmm. that, you know, once you get grounded in the word, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about you're the next generation. And I think that we feel that even if we touch one life and, 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 and being fortunate enough to be involved, especially with your mom. And it was all about the building blocks, like everything, you know, and, um, not being caught, I think, for West Indians, and if we go back to mm-hmm. that, because your mom is not West Indian, she's right. American. Right. And I think for, and this is just me right. thinking that, I think any any culture mm-hmm. that keeps themselves only within that culture, not learn what the other culture right. is about, right. is missing right. the point. Right. Um, and don't grow as right. much or realize what their purposes yeah. are as yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so um, being able to um, recognize mm-hmm. that staying in a, 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 um, a West Indian com- a community and only getting your ideas from them mm-hmm. and not growing beyond. But then again, it depends on vision. It depends on your um, willingness Right to to make that leap, and it it may not be intentional. Mm-hmm. You just start growing because you start to see there's something beyond right. what your little world is, yeah. and being willing to step out of right. that world right. and embrace, but also to embrace what right. you know the world that other world right. has out there for you. So no, you I know, agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. if you had a magic wand, is there anything that if you know, just say like someone said, "Here, here's a wand." Is is there anything in your life that you would redo? Hmm. At the moment, right now, no. Oh wow. I I don't think there is anything I would redo. You know what? The only one thing would would be um um Ronnie. Okay. Or um child um re um. Raising Ronnie, okay. because I feel that you know right now how I feel as as I look back, and you're making me look back <laughs> yeah. right now, is how harsh I was oh, on him, really, and how um, you know the conflicts that would normally come from um, from our interactions. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, and I think I can honestly say that. Um, with Ronnie, mm-hmm. now that, you know, my husband was no longer around and it was just me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the, the, um, my world just became all about him. Mm-hmm. Because for me at that point in time, I was making decisions for a life that none of us know how it's going to turn out. Right. And um, I was very, very strict. Because mm-hmm. after my husband, um, passed away mm-hmm. um it was just me yeah. and i was so used to, to having someone else. so oh yes yeah. that was a cooperation yeah. of how do we raise him and mm-hmm. you know i was just saying this to ronnie um yesterday a matter of fact i was making the distinction because sometimes i go to him and yeah. says what do you think right and i think he's like <laughs> yeah and i you know and i basically said to him i'm asking um 
and I don't mean it to be a burden, mm-hmm. but I know I can be tunnel vision. Yeah. And it's always good to get the perspective, the perspective of, of someone, someone else. else. Yeah. And it's not so much that there's any right or wrong answer, mm-hmm. but you need the perspective yeah. of other right. people. So I felt that, yes, if I had a magic wand, because I know our relationship mm-hmm. um, was damaged a bit because I I think between the ages of um, once he got into high school, mm-hmm. Um, through um, college, it was more of, you know, I need you to do this. This right. is what we're going to do. And keeping him grounded right. or keeping him focused on schoolwork right. and knowing education was so important. Right. And between those years, we battled a lot. Right. So if I had a, a, a magic wand, yes, I, I would, would rechange yeah. my thinking. Right. Maybe I would be a less less harsh or less strict in all those things. I mean, he still had his freedoms and stuff, but it was more of you come in and this is what you're going to do and yada, yada, yada. Um, And I I remember um, once I made, you know, I I wasn't going to force him to go to college and he made the decision that he wanted to. Mm -hmm. And, but once he decided to, um, and we got the college mm. going, I remember in the beginning, um, you know, I my rule was that I wasn't going to change. Is every day you, you he had to call me every day. <laughs> right. Um, I don't care whether you called and you grunted, but I knew on that day. I knew that you were fine, and you know because right. this was his first time being, being away, away right. by himself. Right. Um, and mean, but again, I wasn't realizing his strengths. Right, right. Um, also at that point in time, because you're living at home, you're dependent and all right. that. Um, so yes, that magic wand would be to change right. that. You know, um, one of the things that I think came out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there's so many horrible things that came out of the mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. The one good thing for me was, is that Ronnie and I, sort of for the last five years, reconnected better. I mean, we had connected and we talked and all that, but here we were forced to. So now- A mother-son relationship. relationship And yeah, yeah, learning about, um, you know, um, getting out of the baby boomer age into the millennial age and, you know, trying to bridge that gap. And, you know, he's all about the music and Mm -hmm. him- Teaching me, okay, right, right I right. know, and, and he is, he knows all about the right. old artists and what, you know, how they've, I forgot what he calls it, gets into that. Mm. And, you know, so we, every Sunday we did dinner together okay. and played music right. or looked at a movie right. or whatever. So Good. that came that out of that, right. where it is more of an open communication right. Right. rather than mother, mother, son, even though that had already yeah. started working itself right. there, right. but it was better right. now. Yeah, it is better. A question came to mind because, Sorry. no, no, I was thinking, cause you know, we had spoken earlier. You said you and your husband, you guys, it wasn't a sit down conversation, but I just think just because your own experiences growing up mm-hmm. raised Ronnie a little differently. Mm-hmm. Do you think that after your husband passed away, I don't know if you've ever looked at it this way, that did that change in terms of you getting a little bit stricter because you like, was it out of fear? Like, Oh, I have to now do this right because it's just me. Um, I don't know that I, I did. Uh, I more 
try to, well, how do I answer that? I, I think it was more of, oh my gosh, I have to, I do have to make these decisions by myself. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, trying to see, think as to what would he have thought? Mm. You right, know, right. what would he have um, done? Right. And I remember because when, when he passed away, Ronnie was um, 12 going on 13. Mm-hmm. And in a year or so, he would be going off to high school. Mm-hmm. And whenever we chose a school, mm-hmm. him and I would go to all the different schools mm-hmm. and, you know, go in, you know, um, show up unannounced because, you know, when people are expecting you, yeah, everything they act changed. a little better. A little, yeah, <laughs> they act a little better. Right. So we would always do that. So I missed that. Right. And um, I started thinking, okay, what would he have done? So uh, I don't know. It was just that, you know, I know I had to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. I know that I had to keep him in the back of my head because mm-hmm. I know I can be tunnel vision right. and naive at the time. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, what would he have done? What, you know, so a lot of it was me thinking, you know, going off of my own experiences mm-hmm thinking about what he would have thought and making Ronnie a part of the conversation. Okay. okay. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know how long we've been chatting, but oh. I know. <laughs> but um, before you go, mm-hmm. I want you to finish this sentence. For me, getting growing older means... Oh, my God. Uh, Experience... <laughs> <laughs> growing older I think is for me growing older is really about reflection Uh um, at this point in time um, knowing that I I think the idea of these are really the twilight (laughs) years I don't think they're the twilight (laughs) (laughs) they are the twilight years and um (laughs) You know, um, I remember having a conversation with one of my sisters in Christ. And, right. and the song that she thinks, you know, she likes is when it's all been said and done. Okay. You know, what really matters? I think I'm in that phase of mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. if there's anything that God really wants me to do that mm-hmm. I have left undone. Mm-hmm. Um so it's more of thinking, okay, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm totally um, in the mode right now of making sure that Ronnie is okay mm-hmm. and that Ronnie knows mm-hmm. everything that he basically needs to know from my perspective because there's not much I can teach him. But growing old makes um, me growing old. What's the question? Um, for, for you, growing older means... Growing older means I need to prepare uh-huh. my the next generation. Right. And for me, it's Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Or for my nieces and nephew. For mm-hmm. me, growing old is making sure that I'm leaving this world knowing that they're okay and mm-hmm. whatever information or any experiences that I have gathered mm-hmm. would be to share it with them. Okay. Because I think that... Um, the generation before didn't do that. Yeah. So for me, yeah. growing old is making sure they know, even though they don't want to hear the same thing over <laughs> and over again, this is what you do. Um, but um, making sure that the next generation, that you know, yeah. you do leave that right. Um, right. impression of what you need well, to do. Thank you. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate you doing this. I will always say, I think 
one thing I've taken from you, and I always tell my husband this, is like growing up as a teenager, like I think when I met you, I was probably like in high school. In high school, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I remember like we would, like you, me, and my stepmom, because I wasn't allowed to hang out with, mm-hmm. with people my age, so I hung out with you guys, mm-hmm. which meant going to shows on Broadway, mm-hmm. eating fancy dinners. Mm-hmm. So by the time I became an adult and on my own, like that stuff didn't impress me. So yeah. like when I met Bose, yeah. I was always like, I, I, this doesn't impress me. I've been doing this, this since I was 17. So I you, appreciate You've it. been privileged and yeah. spoiled. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So, um, I yeah, I, I I love you and I appreciate you. So thank and you. And I love you too. When you're the daughter also <laughs> that I never had, so consider that. And oh. it's and it was all about. I think if we speak on your mom, mm-hmm. um, that it was about passing. You know, um, the transition. Right. Um, but I think for us more so that we didn't think that, um, we knew it all. Right. But, right. Um that there is wisdom in learning from the new generation right. because there's so much right. that your generation or the generations after, mm-hmm. there's so much that you know. But I think that it's um, blending mm-hmm. the knowledge with the newness or the new knowledge, mm-hmm. um, the wisdom of the ages or the past with the wisdom that is supposed to come and the vision. Right. And and I think that would make for a better a better world. Yeah. So I think we talked about that. Of course, we were enjoying ourselves <laughs> because if we go back, my my love for theater right. came from my aunt. Right. Yes, came from my aunt, and she was a um, a, a staunch um, theater guild member. Right. And um, so as gro- growing up, right. as we grew, she was practicing parts and. She had no baby, you know, there were no yeah. babysitters right. per so se in those brought, days. She took along. us along uh, yeah. to her practices right. and all that. So my sister and I have a love for theater right. because it grew out of right. that. And now that's been passed down to me and I'm going to pass that down to Madison Please. as soon yes. as she can sit still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to take her to a to a to a theater, but she needs to learn how to just she'll be do still. It. Yes, baby steps. Yeah. She'll get there. All right, thank you. Yeah.